When we moved to Nashville later, as I was taking David, you know, you know, doing his healing, as I was taking him back and forth to the doctor, I had begun to, you know, hurt in my body. My bones was hurting. I could, when I, sometimes my husband had to pull me out the bed to help me up. And when I walk, I could actually hear my bones cracking a little. And I would be in pain. And sometimes I would kind of scared because, you know, before my mama passed, she would diagnose with rheumatoid arthritis. So I was kind of scared thinking that I had that, you know. I didn't want to have that. So I made an appointment to the rheumatologist. And when I finally was seen by the rheumatologist, she was checking me in different parts of my body. And, you know, I also got blood work. They found out that my calcium was very, 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 very low. So they prescribed me, uh, the doctor prescribed me D3 calcium pills and vitamin D3. And they was also teaching me something about how the sun can cause you to have some kind of D3 calcium, something in your body by being out in the sun. If you don't have that much sunlight, it could be kind of bad for you. So I started taking those pills, but she diagnosed me with fibromyalgia. And that could be very crippling to your body. It could just cause you to be in crippling, crippling pain. That's what I'm saying. It could cause you to just have so much pain in different parts of your body. But she did tell me that I do not have rheumatoid arthritis, and I, I thank God for that. So, But she still diagnosed me with fibromyalgia. So after that, as time went by, you know, I went to the doctor, had tests done, and I had a um, a CAT scan done. So I remember, you know, I made a decision that I want to lose weight. And I was going to go to my primary doctor to ask her what do she recommend me, you know, about, you know, do they have special pills for me to lose weight and and then she was telling me when I went to the doctor, she said, well, by the way, when you took the CAT scan, that was like months ago, months ago. She was like, when you took the CAT scan, they seen a spot on your lung. I said, what? And, I mean, fear sighting had me worried because that's the first thing that they seen on my mama. They seen a spot on her lung before they diagnosed her with lung cancer. And even though I wasn't a, you know, cigarette smoker, I wasn't a smoker, but still, you know, so it made me so fearful. And I told my husband, I mean, he just broke down crying right then. He said, baby, I wouldn't know what I'll do if I lose you. So, and I asked her, I said, you know, I asked the doctor, I was like, why you didn't, didn't no one contact me? Or let me know when they first seen the spot. Because this been months ago. So she told me it was because, you know, she was pregnant at the time. And she went on maternity leave. So she was thinking somebody else would tell me. I mean, I, I don't know, but that didn't that was not right to me. Because somebody should have notified me. So 
they wanted me to do another test. And we prayed. My husband, he fasted. And we prayed and we prayed. And I talked to Sister Snipe. She prayed. She, I mean, people prayed. And we prayed. And God answered that prayer because when we went back for the test, they didn't see no spot on my lungs at all. And they gave me the 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 little the CD of the test where they did not see a spot on there. So God worked that Hallelujah! God worked that miracle. Thank God. And but she was telling me that my white blood cell count was abnormal. And it'd been like that, you know, when they took my blood work. So they sent me to, she said, don't be scared. She said, but I'm sending you to an oncologist. And, you know, that's a cancer, you know, doctor. So she started sending me there. And he started, um, you know, wanting my doctor records from my previous doctors. And he was gathering that information. So as time went on, Last year, I had to go through four operations last year. I went through one of them I wanted, and that was the, um, you know, the weight loss, um, the gastric bypass. I wanted that because I was so, I had made up my mind. I was tired of gaining and losing weight, gaining and losing, and I didn't have a problem with exercising my problem was the eating and the portion control and i said if i could find something where i could feel full on eating a small amount that'll be great because i don't have a problem with you know like portion con con well not portion i don't have a problem with exercising because it, it really makes you feel good after you exercise it, it gives you more energy so i i, I didn't have that problem my problem was the portion controls of the food and stuff. I I just would eat, you know, even when I wasn't even hungry, sometimes I just eat, you know. And I just, I didn't like the way I looked. But, you know, that's another story with that. But, so that was the only surgery that I really wanted to have. But the other surgeries that I had was they did a, a CAT scan and they found out that I had a, a they said that I had this, mask on my anus and I was like what you know it shocked me and, and I was like well maybe it was the cotex <laughs> I said because I had on a big cotex when I took the test and they was like no ma'am you know it wouldn't have got that they said we see this on your anus so they um referred me to a gastronomist and so this man stuck his finger up my butt and and he was telling me I had to have surgery where they go in and look. So I had surgery. And when they went in, they did not see. You know, you know we prayed and we prayed too. God answered that prayer. They did not see any mask, but they did see, the doctor did see polyps. So he removed those polyps and sent them in to get tested. So I got the test results later saying it was no can hallelujah no cancer thank god and so that was a surgery that i had to have 
And then as we was finna get ready, we was going on a trip to St. Louis to see my great aunt that turned 90 years old. I started hurting in my back so bad, I didn't know what was going on. And I didn't want to be on that trip hurting like that. So my husband went with me to the emergency room. And they, they ran tests and they found out I had kidney stones in both of my kidneys. One of them was over four centimeters. One of them was over two centimeters. So they sent me to a specialist. And so she was telling me that, that um, you know, usually they'll give you medicine to try to pass it on your own. But when it's real big, over two centimeters, sometimes they may have to do surgery. So first they gave me a prescription for some medicine so I could try to pass those those kidney stones on my own. So what happened was when the, when they gave me the medicine for it, the pain was so excruciating. It was like the pain that when you finna have a baby, the uh, labor pain, it may even work, hurt worse than it. It's tit for tat or it hurt worse. It's excruciating pain. It'll have you on the floor crying, asking, calling out God. It's almost like it, the pain will come and go because your body be trying to get this out of you. It be trying its best. And so they gave me something to pee in that got like a strainer on there so it can see that I did it catch those little rock formation things, the the whatever this was, the gall, the, the uh, kidney stone. I mean, I was in so much pain. I was, Hallelujah! I was in so much pain. But, I mean, I kept on trying. I mean, ooh, it was pain. So, I kept trying. I kept trying. I kept trying. I couldn't pass it. So, finally, she said, well, we're going to have to do surgery. So, that was the next surgery that I had. So, when I got, when I had that surgery and they removed, she removed those kidney stones, she put a stent up me. It stayed in me, I think, for 10 whole days. I had to wear this stint as I came home. It, it felt very uncomfortable. You could feel the stint. I had to walk around with a stint in me, do everything I need to do in the house, clean up, pee, take a shower, whatever I had to do, I had to do it with this stint in me. And I remember the day that I was going to go to her office because you could go to the office and get the stint removed after the, you know, the 10 days. So I went to the office, and on that particular day, how about when they put me up and put the uh, table up, the table they put up and set the cameras up for the doctor to come in, how about all the power went off while I'm on the table? And I said, oh, my gosh, I'm really being tested. So she came in the room. They were saying they didn't know what happened. Somebody was even on the elevator, got stuck on the elevator, the the uh the uh, fire truck people had to come and she told me, she said, I done did so many of these that I could do this. Even I can remove your stint even without using the cameras. And I said, please, ma'am, please do it. I'm ready for this to get out of me. So she removed it and it was kind of dark. They had to use a little special kind of light. She got the stent. She removed it out of me. I said, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. And when I left that office, I had to go down the steps. Couldn't catch the elevator. That person was still stuck on them in the elevator. And God just blessed me. I was so grateful to get that stent out. And as time went on, that same year, 
when I went to my gynecologist and they did an ultrasound, they found out that um that I had fibroids, more than one. I had fibroids. So I had to get um operation to remove the fibroids. And they tested and made sure that was not cancer. And they removed that. And also I had a growth in my vagina, a big growth. And the doctor removed that in, in the office and sent that off. And that was not canceled. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. That was not canceled. So I thank God for that. And so I had four surgeries within that year. And I truly thank God for blessing me. And then even within this year, they ran a, a mammogram test. And they seen something on my left breast, in my left, left breast, that was concerning for them. So I had to go through with a, you got to be real still. My husband went there with me, waited in the waiting room while my breast was hanging in this thing and they had to stick a long needle up where that area was and get tissue out from that while I lay real still. But see, that was after my gastric bypass surgery. So I had lost so much weight, over 150 pounds. I had lost, I could wear my baby girl bras. So I had lost so much of my breast. It was mostly skin. My breast was mostly skin. Just a little bit of, just mostly skin though. So it was hard for them to even see in there. And then he was, since I didn't have that much to work with, he didn't want to hit that wall, that muscle wall. So as he was trying to go up in there with that needle, he said it kept moving. Even the doctor said, Jesus, it should have took a few minutes. I laid there for over 30 minutes. My head to the side, just praying, just saying, God, God, I mean, hurting. And it hurted. That, when that needle came up one time, I could feel it. It hurted. It wasn't excruciating, but it hurted. So he was like, ma'am, I got the... The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.